Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Boys, hello. It's us. It's the Scaredy Boys. We are three scared boys. Coming in before the episode to say, hey, our Patreon's pretty awesome. You should go check it out. I've heard it's pretty good. I've heard a rumor. A lot of good stuff there, Sean. What kind of stuff are we talking about, Thomas? I've heard that there's some RPG campaigns. I've heard that there's a small screen scares every time we have some good time to do that sort of thing. Is there a certain detective that we can all get excited about? I think there might be. I've heard a rumor that maybe the IMDb detective is running some uh, crash courses for two budding detectives, and that is also over on our Patreon. Might be my new favorite type of bonus episode. Also, all the all the classics, the uh, scary stories. Scary stories. We've got some hometown tales coming up. Chases. Going to be doing Q&As. Got a book club coming. We've got a lot of good stuff. And it, the best part is, is five bucks, and you get all that stuff. Yeah, that's a coffee. Don't know where you're getting your coffees from, mate. Five bucks. My coffees aren't five bucks. How much do you pay for coffee? Oh, about three. Three bucks. Yeah. Where do you live? Nineteen seventy. What the fuck are you talking about? A coffee's you know four fifty. I right? get three dollar coffee every day. Are you getting a tiny coffee? Nope. A, is that large or that is a large? No, I don't get a large coffee. So I'm a, a small, small latte. Yeah, yeah four fifty. Yeah, so go join our Patreon. How would we do that? <laughs> we would go to patreon.com forward slash Sketty Boys. Sounds good, Sean. Sounds incredible. Now the episode. Where are you getting a coffee from? <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, <laughs> adventures, and ghosts. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watch The Pope's Exorcist. <laughs> The Pope's Exorcist is a 2023 American supernatural horror film directed by Julius Avery from a screenplay by Michael Petroni and Evan Spiliotopoulos, based on the 1990 book An Exorcist Tells His Story by Father Gabriel Amoth. It follows Gabriel Amoth, the Vatican's leading exorcist, as he investigates the possession of a child and uncovers a conspiracy the Vatican has tried to keep secret. Boys. Yeah. So it's a good thing. That we are not doing the Year of Fear and the Year of Our Lord 2023. Because <laughs> we would have had to look at this movie and be going, it doesn't fit. It's too much fun. Not scary. No, mm. no, no. Too much Vespa. Uh, <laughs> are we in a certain section? I think we rode that little Vespa on the back of Rusty's broad shoulders <laughs> to the fun section. Was that Vespa a Ferrari? It certainly was a Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not a Vespa because that's the. I think that's a brand. That is the brand. Right. That's why I was confused when I saw the Ferrari. I think it's just it. a moped. Yeah, it's a Ferrari, Ferrari brand moped. moped. Yeah, just to yeah. remind you that he is Italian. Mm. He drinks espresso. Yeah, and he drives a moped. Mm. Ignore the fact that he's clearly an Aussie. <laughs> he's clearly Russell Crowe. He's clearly Russell Crowe doing a voice. Yeah. 
He also speaks a lot of Italian in this. He does. There's a much... surprising amount. Yeah, 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 yeah. More than I Way expected. more than I was expecting. Yeah. Also, he's really getting that Ferrari like cross country. Oh, he is. Mm. Do you know what I love about the There are Ferrari? times when it's like, you got to leave that at home now. But he, <laughs> yeah, no, it's his no. signature ride. It's, yeah, yeah. It, it helps him crack looks, the case wide open. He looks very funny on it, I've got to say. So it, it was Rusty's idea oh, <laughs> to have the Vespa. That so is he, so good. <laughs> he said he was inspired by seeing Priest driving out around Rome on their Vespas. And he's like, well, we've got to put that in the film, obviously. Having him have that, every time... This movie is whatever it is, and we'll get yeah. into that in a moment. <laughs> yeah. But... Any time that Rusty is, is hooning on that Vespa, any shot of him on a Vespa, my heart soared. Yep. The giddy delight mm. that coursed through my veins. I giggled every time. I every had it. time. Yeah, it was wonderful. Yeah, it, it, was could have been, it could have been just after a really poignant moment. The minute I saw him on that Vespa, Vespa I laughed like Ron Swanson. <laughs> <laughs> when he arrives at the house, too, he gets off it so ungraceful. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing. Like, Because obviously Rusty's a big boy and it's a little Vespa and yeah. he's got the big vestments hanging over the yep. side. Yep. And, and the really, hat. And the hat and the glasses. And he's also just got like the straightest face whenever he's yep. driving it. It's a real, it's iconic. It's honestly immediately iconic. Well, even the way they open him is like the Vespa pulls in. You don't see his face until he's inside for the yeah, first, yeah, that yeah. first little prequel, uh, that opening prequel bit of yeah. exorcism. Yeah. It's like, it's like, ooh, who is this mysterious man on the Vespa? It's Rusty. We know. It's We've seen the Rusty. Yeah. <laughs> I only went to see this movie. I wasn't super interested in seeing mm. this film. And then as part of the marketing of it, Rusty tweeted a photo of him on the Vespa with like <laughs> coming soon, and I immediately was like, "Oh, I have to see this movie the, the day it comes out." <laughs> also on the marketing, he was at WrestleMania. Oh, what? What the fuck? Yeah, yes. that, was, that was crazy. Wait, when I first was heard he wrestling about it, in character? No, no. no, no. So oh. there, there was a fight, and I'm not really that well schooled in the wrestling stuff, but there was a character who's like yep. from Hell or something. No, so there's a character who's got he's a nine, demon. He's got he's a demon possessed. in him or something. Oh, yeah, okay. He's got nine so on the screen, in. hyping up like an enormous, like a hundred thousand people. Plus yeah, yeah. Crowd. Shit, yeah. On the big screen, hyping up the pre-fight yeah. is Rust, Rusty, supposedly in character. in character. Oh, man. I think he's dressed a little bit like him, but he's just Aussie accent. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. him as his character, though, right. reading, I don't know, reading a fucking he's, prayer or something. Basically, he's introducing <laughs> a, a hell in the cell cage match where they're yeah. cage in, yeah, you yeah. can't tap out, it's just until the fight's over. And it was, yeah, this character whose name escapes me and someone listening to this losing their mind. Yeah. But his whole thing is that he's full of nine demons. He's like a hillbilly type guy. Yeah, cool. And the fight was like his final exorcism. Can we save him from himself? <laughs> and so introducing the fight in character is Rusty at WrestleMania and he's talking about saving souls and darkness lurks and wow. evil. Like it's it's him as as the priest. And it's amazing. This is before the movies come out. Yes. yes. Yeah. So this nobody knows. Marketing. This was probably what, two weeks ago. Oh yeah, two or three weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Two or three the marketing for this has been quite big. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was watching this and I'm like, they put money into this movie. Sure. Mm. Sure. Weird at a weird time when most of the money in movies is like comic books and mm. there is a point in this movie where I'm like, I think I can see now that they want a franchise out of the uh, Pope's exorcism. And then you get to the end of the movie and it is very clear oh, big they time. want a franchise big out time. of this. Some movies do it and there was a particular one had like Michael B. Jordan in it. It was like, oh, I can't remember, one of those espionage thrillers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just a terrible film. And then it led to that scene at the end. And it's like when you see a bad movie and you're mm. like, fuck, I hate this. Yeah. Like just make one competent story. <laughs> yeah, Stop yeah. trying to do this. The end of this, though, 
I don't know. I, I th- it it had a big upswing. You got yeah. a Pope's Exorcist too, Sean? Oh, I would. Yeah, <laughs> I want a TV show because there's too many devils. Out yeah, there. yeah. 199. Yeah. Get here's the thing. 199 movie contract. <laughs> if you're if you're promising me Rusty in every single one, and he will write a moped in every single one, mm. I'll watch them all. Yeah, yeah. He is the the charisma and charm radiating off him in this. He's in a different film to everybody else for a start. Oh, yeah. definitely. Talent yeah. wise. Charisma wise, but but that final scene is basically the film has caught up to him now. Yes, and this yeah. is what the whole vibe should have been. I agree. Like yep. he's he's almost the Benoit Blanc of this movie. Yeah, yep. but you don't have the rest of the supporting cast to to sort of also give it that elevated sense. Yes. Yeah. I turned to you at one point, and mm. it's the scene where the Pope. It calls to him and it's like, yeah. we have a job for you. And I leaned over to you and I'm like, why does this feel like I'm watching a James Bond film? <laughs> because we are. Basically, yeah. <laughs> well, even you talked about like, you know, uh, superhero, like that last bit, there are superhero elements to it 100%. When he's sitting- when You're in a secret room they're with in a like secret statues room. Yeah, yeah. and shit in it. What does he say? He's let's go to work. The- and he goes, let's go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, mind blown. Five stars. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, no, we're in trouble. But you mean that final exorcism that feels like a Marvel yeah, boss got, fight? But it's like, but it's a Marvel boss fight, but like the baddies are literally the Mother Mary comes up out of the water. When that happened, I was like, are they going to lean all the way in? They didn't no. because it was like, no, she's just a manifestation of the devil trying to taunt him. Fuck, I wanted her to be the real Mary. Yeah, Should have punched on with Mary. Oh, Come fuck. on. You're right. Rusty fighting Jesus would be. Oh, man. But no, they'd, they'd team up. Yeah, they would to, to fight the devil. Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We were talking recently about a, a little, like, I don't think it's in the Bible, but it's a religious story about how Jesus, when he died, went to Goes hell. To hell. Yeah. Goes to hell to save some souls. So oh. it's a real like John Wick in hell sort of vibe. Okay. And I hope that this franchise goes in that direction. Yeah, right. He says, let's go to hell. He's yeah. got an offsider who's yeah. also also quite good. I quite yeah, liked uh, enjoyed him. Father enjoyed Thomas. Him. He was yeah. good. It took a while for him to build in. Yeah. I think yeah. I really like him just mainly because of the end. I'm like, oh, that's. I wish you were kind of like that the whole movie. Yes. Yeah. He has yeah. that nice bit, though, after the first exorcism where he just seems like fodder and then he goes out and he has the confession with. Oh, yeah. I thought for sure he was going to die. Like, yes. Yeah. I, 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 there was a certain point in the movie where I'm like, When's he? When's it going to happen? Yeah. Surely, like this kind of movie, that guy would always die. Yes, yeah, like 100%. he's he's a sinner. He even like left his he, the woman he had an yeah. affair with for the church, so he's yeah. kind of got no ties. He'll die heroically at the end. Yeah, yeah. And and then it didn't happen, and then very quickly, like our franchise, it's the yeah. minute- they, they need yeah. him around. He's the sidekick. I love the way that he's Robin too. When he's like when he's going through, and he's like 199, you know, places that God is not welcome. Uh, do you think you, if we task that with you and he says, for one exorcist, uh, it's uh, too much, <laughs> but maybe for two? two. Yeah. <laughs> Your accent's better than his, I think. His, his voice, he has such whimsy about him, which is He's just- there's, there's, a, there's a real charisma to Russell Crowe. There he, is. Yeah. Like, yeah. He brings, I, I he brings an energy. I, I'd kind of- uh, Maybe I haven't forgotten it, because I, I, I do love him as an actor. Mm, He's mm. got- A lot of his earlier stuff is some of my favourite. Acting, really. sure. he's incredible, and I think he's gone off a little bit in yes. recent times. Yeah, sure. But in this, yeah, you, you can forget that he's he's very charismatic. He's obviously not as fit as he used to be, and all no, that. no, and he's no. not doing the same kind of movies anymore. I'm loving the bulk on him though. Yeah, I want to pinch those. I want to give him a big kiss <laughs> on the, his big uncle cheeks. Give yeah. him a big hug. Oh, it's yeah. the whole movie is hey, Zio Rusty. Fun, yeah, Zio Rusty. Yeah, yeah. Zio Rusty. But it's, yeah. he's Rusty is your fun uncle, and yeah. he's your. Like he's your, you know how you have that. He's like your left wing fun uncle mm. because he's, you know, he's a bit of a bloke. Yeah, he likes a beer and he likes some chips and he likes his yeah. footy. Mm. But he also cares about the environment and he cares about. 
oh, trans kids that he cares about, and he's he's prepared to fight dumb fucks on the internet. I'm a yeah. Rusty fan. Oh yeah, yeah, I love him. I actually think he's one of my favorite actors. He's so good in this too. Like so good. He he really is. Like he's it's, so much better than the movie deserves. No, no, yeah, but, yeah. It's, but he's just, also exactly what the movie deserves. He's great. They just forgot to tell the family what movie they're in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I wonder if he if he actually said that because he is Rusty. He's the biggest actor in this movie by a long way. Franco Nero's in it. <laughs> okay, I'll, yeah, okay. Uh, but like him, like deciding, I want a Vespa for my character, and his character gets a Vespa. I also feel like there is either some of the lines or the deliveries. He's gone. Mm, this is how this character is going to oh, do there's it. A lot of creative control. I, I think, think there's a lot of creative control, and I honestly think they actually should have given him more creative control. I agree too. Let him direct this franchise. Let him, let him yeah. take He's over. He's the Kevin Feige of the Pope, fucking <laughs> the Pope's the Pope 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 cinematic <laughs> universe, <laughs> the PCU. He's he's what he's what Tom Cruise is to Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. This franchise. yeah. yeah. He's going to keep it going. He gets the creative control, and I think it needs it. Imagine though, if it was in the hands of a slightly more competent I didn't director. think this day mm. would start with me desperate for another Pope's exorcist. <laughs> but now I really am. The, honestly, that ending—they really, they, yeah. They, oh, it's, it's it's exciting. It's, it's kind of like Fast and Furious, where like they figured it out as they went. Yeah. What sort of what tone they need to hit. This movie actually did it within the movie. Yeah. So like, if they started the next one with let's. Let's let's get to work. Let's get to hell. Yeah. That energy, yeah. Fuck, dude. Sky's the limit. Because also we can all agree that not only are they setting up a sequel with that scene at the end, they're also setting up that Cardinal Sullivan is the villain in the next film. He has that moment in the church where he's like clutching in his chest, and right? The, the Christ starts to bleed in front of him, and then he takes a sabbatical to the island of Guam. Yeah, no, like, I- he's coming back with a vengeance. Okay, there was also there was a little random. I I hope my hopes for this franchise are that for the villain of the next film they get a better actor like yeah, someone that we right. actually know yeah yeah i like yeah. bring somebody in yeah. i don't know who billy that, zane that, or I, yeah i reckon they- <laughs> don't think you fucking got away with what? that <laughs> just bring in somebody we know i don't know just spitballing here what's billy zane up to just just on this movie though i i think it's kind of a bad movie that yeah. just happened to like it's it's Elevated so much by having Russell Crowe in it. No, it really is, and yeah. it's it's like you said, Damon. It's what he brings to the character. One hundred percent. I'm assuming he brought a lot to that character. Yeah, yeah. And if you like, I think we've seen variations of this kind of movie before mm. that doesn't have a Russell Crowe. It just has a sort of yeah, an actor that we're not yeah. really that familiar with. Is yeah. not maybe not the best. Yeah. And it's just a very forgettable movie where I don't think this will be. I think this has a little bit of um something that'll last. A bit of juice to it. Yeah. yeah. And I agree. It's it's him. Tom, you said off mic earlier, it's the Simpsons Poochie thing. <laughs> oh, 100%. Of every time uh, every time Poochie's not on the screen, people should be asking, where's Poochie? That felt like this for, what's his name? Gabriel Amoth. Every time he wasn't on screen, you're like, ah. Uh, this all of a sudden, we literally dropped- Gabriel? We dropped one and a half stars every time he wasn't like, oh, yeah, this movie yeah, actually sucks. Oh, no, wait. He just drank another espresso in an awesome, badass way. As okay. soon as he shows up again, the, it literally, as, as it goes back to that family and it's like, oh, okay- and there's also, I never thought I'd say this, there's not enough scares to keep you going in those bits. There's no jump scares yeah, like, yeah. at all, really. No. I don't hate that they I don't hate that they have gone a more mystery route mm. and not super jump scary. As a scaredy boy, I don't mind it. Yeah. He says he says he's a journalist. Yeah, they yeah. don't lean in enough to I think having no jump scares or whatever they're doing when you when he's not on screen. Well, they don't even really build up to it that much. Like the boy sees something downstairs, then the workers see it, and then he's possessed. It's simple as yep. that. Like, which I, I think the 
the family plot is obviously so it's a failing. It's such yeah. a failing, and like the daughter too. Hundred percent. Even like I don't even really like that first scene with the mother, where it's just randomly in the car out of nowhere. We have the you can't dress like that anymore. The yeah, cons- yeah. Be oh. Construction workers. Nothing comes. of We're that, getting though. every cliche element we've yeah. seen in yes. however many. But it leads movies. to nothing as well, so yeah. it's pointless. And then the teen, the teenage daughter's like such a rebel, such a yeah, bitch, and you, all. You like- have such with this movie the way they've decided to show that teenage daughter. You have such a narrow window to do something with her. Yeah. And they just fail from the They outside. do nothing with her. Yeah. They, they go for a massive cliche. Literally, we have her sitting like, oh, up on the par- parapet smoking a cigarette. Are you smoking? Yeah. yeah. And we have that element. So you're like, hold on. This is meant to be us liking these characters? Yeah. Like, yeah they, they didn't invest in the family. And the mum's not strong enough. And then- she just gets wiped off the screen, to be honest, when she yeah, shares yeah. scenes with Rusty. Rusty, yeah. It's it's also, there's a bit, the whole family, like all, any stuff with the family in it, not only are we missing Rusty and yeah. we're doing the poochie thing, yeah. but also there's a scene really early on where it's like supposed to get you to buy into the mother-daughter relationship and that yeah. she's trying. That entire scene gives you no emotional heart and instead just throws exposition into you and it's undigestible. They're yeah. like, yeah. come on, I need your support. After this is the only Abbey. This why the fuck does her dead husband own that Abbey in Spain? <laughs> why does he own the Abbey? Why do they need to be there? Yeah, this is where you need to invest more time in the mum because if the mum is actually like hands on helping with the construction, right? And stuff, right. Yeah, then it makes sense. Okay, but otherwise, yeah. it's like why are you there? She's why like, we've got to flip this yeah. house because we've got no money back home. I'm going to help build it. But yeah, she- I-, I love how little the movie gives a fuck about the family in the oh. end. <laughs> oh, no. They just have that that bishop say to Rusty, oh, and we paid them and they're all good and the child made a full recovery. Yeah. Like, you never see <laughs> them again. They get shoved off into the car and then that's it. <laughs> like, gone, never, the oh, mum should have a suck. scene in this movie where she thanks Rusty for yeah, saving yeah, her family, but yeah, no, nah, never. Nah. Yeah, we see them literally. As far as they know, away, he's dead. It. He's yeah. possessed and gone. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's they don't give a fuck. by the devil. Yeah, yeah. They just—it's weird. The movie starts out and it's like we're going to really invest in these guys, yeah, and they yeah. don't. No, the, no. The son in particular, they need to like—I know it's a cliche, but they need to give him like some sort of save the cat type thing mm, from mm. the outset for you to actually. Because there's no part of me when he gets possessed where I'm like, oh, damn. Because he's yeah. not really a character. Not well, no. like obviously he's, he doesn't talk, and he saw his dad die. Like they've they've got the elements to potentially give us yeah. something, but instead it's like when when Rusty's like, well, we if we we don't assume this boy's going to die, you're like, okay, yeah, <laughs> I guess he died. I yeah. don't know. It, it gets to a point, and this is like very bad for me to say, but I'm like, <laughs> oh no, the mum should take the daughter and leave because yeah, things right. are getting so dangerous. At a certain point, it's like we got to protect your other kid as yeah, well. Yeah, sure. Like, what are you actually? I watch this, and I'm like. Um, Rusty, why did you bring them in the room to help? Because yeah. they're not really helping. No, no, you have no. that bit where the mum just starts yelling, "Give me back my son!" And yeah, I'm like, yeah. "Why a mother's you love, sure though?" Also, too, Rusty's love. got his mate in there, and he's like, "You're going to do the prayer. That's all you're going to do." If it's all about prayer, yeah. bring in an army of priests. Right. Why don't they bring in like 30 priests all chanting? All just sure. praying away. Yeah. Pride. Pride. Rusty thinks he can do it on his own. Uh, that's his whole that's thing. True, that's He's uh, got to learn uh, that he learns to work with another priest. He's a sidekick. Why do they survive? Because they're both doing it together. Yeah. Watching the movie, not knowing it was going to lead to the sidekick being such a pivotal role. <laughs> yeah, yeah, massive I, role. I honestly thought, oh, I wish that they'd given the sidekick sort of stuff to the mum right, to make her right. an active participant in the yeah. story because yeah. she does nothing. But no, she no, then no. couldn't join the clergy and become his exorcism sidekick. This is true. Like another man of the cloth could. Yeah. Um, it's interesting you brought up the point where you don't really feel any concern for the kid. Mm. All of the stakes are, it's not when he's like, oh, this kid could die. I'm not like, oh, no, the kid could die. I'm like, oh, no, Father Gabriel could fail. Yeah, That's, yeah. that's where all the fear is. It's all in Rusty losing. <laughs> Up yeah. until a point, though, like, I get the whole, in the past, mm. the Pope's exorcist became 
uh, was possessed and, right, and, right. and fed bad ideas. That wouldn't work. And they, the film tries to sell you on the fact yeah. that this is a horrible thing. Yeah. The Pope is already aware of this. Is Very aware. He's so like somehow psychically matter. aware. And also, yeah. Rusty doesn't have really any power within the church to do anything. <laughs> no, no. So it's kind of like a, an empty threat. It's <laughs> yes. like, yeah. all right, possess him. <laughs> you can't handle being in his body. He'll fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like the thing. You know, he fights him pretty hard. Yeah. But I also love the idea. One of my favorite parts. Like, this is this is why I love this movie is because it is so fucking dumb in places. Mm. Um, there's some really great imagery and the the creepy bit that we don't fully understand where the kid spits out the red bird and then you learn yeah. later on the red bird was what he saw in the military and then yeah. the woman who died and, and there's some really nice symbolism with the red bird. There is one piece of symbolism, boys, which is off its fucking head and that is when the young woman who he doesn't help yeah. kills herself and it cuts to a shot of him cradling her head on the concrete and the blood spatter from yes. her, bl- her brain has made angel wings. Angel wings. <laughs> yeah. That was unreal. It is. And then not only that, oh. when she jumped, she was going head, she was diving head yeah. first into it. And then it. she's on her back. <laughs> Somehow she's on her back. The head is fine. That's yeah. church the, the magic, pe- baby. Oh, baby, doesn't it? Uh. Uh, that scene too just has like this really random, it's not random because it's the church, but it's like Rusty mentions, oh, the uh, your bu- sexual abuse of the church. And it's like, you get confused because you're like, hang on. Are we talking about the stuff that we know of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it can't be because it's set in the 80s. So it's just the thing that happened to that character. Yeah. Yeah. Such a big thing, though, to just yes. chuck in as like yeah. a random yeah. comment. Yeah. But it's that thing of he turns his back on her because and he doesn't realise that thing. And that's why she has that line when he's like, who's having sex with you at night? Mm. What, no, what does the devil look? It's the devil. Yeah. What does the devil look like? You. you. Yeah. yeah. And so it's she's unwell. And and then it, what I, I, the only thing I do like about it is it explains why he cares so much about getting mm. other people help. And I really like that first exorcism where it sort of happens and you're like, wait, what the fuck? And it, then he explains, he's like, yeah, no, that wasn't a possession. That was, that was a guy. Yeah. Like, at the minute he goes, do they have a television? And the guy's like, oh, I think so. And he's yeah. like, okay, let's okay. go. <laughs> let's go. I know, yeah. I know what I'm doing here. Yeah. But I, I do like too that they made an effort with Rusty's character where like his whole thing is he's he's for years felt like a coward. Yeah, he's, yeah. He was always sort of running away. And even with that woman, he kind of put her off to a psychiatrist and ran away from helping her and that yeah. sort of thing. So that that drive, that's his motivation to stay with his family and want to save the boy. Yeah, it's pretty solid. But, like, I get it from his point of view, but then I, like, yeah, I never feel the emotional connection to the family. No, no, no. So I'm kind of like... A part of me is like, Rusty, this is a dangerous mission, mate. Yeah. I think you should just tell him to get fucked. Just tell him to bugger yeah. off. No, 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 <laughs> yeah. no, no. Father can't. Gabriel is the Ethan Hunt of the Catholic Church. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> He's the living embodiment of manifest destiny. <laughs> and he has made you his Catholic mission. Yeah. <laughs> that is powerful. Oh, I love it. I, ah, fuck. Yeah. It's so much better than... His performance is so much better than the whole movie, and it elevates the movie... I think you need it's to watch. It's so hard to describe. Yeah, it, it, it is. Do, do you understand what I mean there when I say I think you need to watch the whole movie before mm. you really appreciate that? Yeah, yes, yeah. 100%. because in the back half of it, I'm like, oh, I'm getting a bit fucking bored. Yeah, and a lot of the stuff's just starting to be bullshit, and the only good thing in it now is Rusty. But then by the end, I'm in for 199 movies. The minute, <laughs> the minute they show you like their secret base with all these artifacts, oh, great. and yeah. they're walking through, and he's like, "Welcome to the Vatican," and you're like, "Oh yeah, oh hell yeah." I'm just waiting for like oh. a, a cue to show. With yeah, like yeah, fucking gadgets yeah. And uh, here you are, here you are, <laughs> Father Gabriel. This crucifix has a knife in the bottom. <laughs> well, it was a hundred percent dark universe two point oh. When yeah. they went into that thing with the big statue, and it's like, yeah, this is like headquarters of Exorcism Company or whatever. Yeah. You're like, 
This feels very dark universe right yeah, now. I love it. It's huge. I even, I even wanted it as a TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to pump out more apps. Just do 100%, it. 100%. Yeah. 199 apps. Done. Sold. Blank check, baby. <laughs> tell, tell them Tom to do it. Hey, <laughs> hey, call, call your people in Hollywood, please. Jeffrey, Let them know, Tom. Let them know. <laughs> Jeffrey B., you have a streaming service, son. Get the checkbook out, mate. Uh, Absolutely. How, much did, they spend, how yep. much did they spend on Lord of the Rings, the TV show? Too yeah, much. Billions. Just take some of that. You don't. You could spread the cost of that show across 199 episodes <laughs> of The Pope's Exorcist. Easily, easily. 80% of that budget is just on little espressos. Call <laughs> the Pope. Co-production. Yeah. He'll love it. Pope, would, he, uh, would the Pope love this? No, I think he would. Okay. I think he would That's because at, the, at its heart, the Pope does watch movies. It is a positive movie about the Catholic Church, and there are not a lot of them. It's one of Let the me more put this to you then. Ones, yeah. So the uh, Vatican have a, a library. Yes. Of cinema. Yes. Would this be in their library? Wait, do they really? I believe I've heard that. Yeah. So movies that they movies believe- that they approve of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm assuming uh, Passion of the Christ is not in there. I don't think it would. Be. Um, would the Last Temptation of Christ be in there by Scorsese? I'm not sure. I'm assuming anything that depicts Jesus, then I'd be a fan of. Has to be in a positive light. What if The Exorcist is in there? Mm, Can't see it. No. I've got to know what's on that list. I don't think someone would make it personally. No. I think he'd watch it and go, I appreciate it for what it's doing because, again, it does put the hero of the story is God Mm. because they believe and there's- Is Frank- Franco Nero? Franco Nero plays the Pope. Is he playing a real Pope in this? Well- I can't, I can't remember the order the, of popes. The Pope in the eighties would be John Paul. Is right? he, was he eighties? That's Pope John sounds Paul. Sounds right, but I'm, so is he playing John know. Paul? Uh, maybe is John Paul the one that they built the Pope Mobile for because of the yeah. assassination attempts? Mm, yeah. When does that happen? Just out of curiosity, because are we about to get a movie where- In, in my mind, though, John Paul is 90s. <laughs> but I don't know how But long this is 87. Tenured. John Paul is second. Mm. Man, my Pope knowledge is John Paul II into Ratzinger, Ratzenberger, who's yeah. Ratzinger, or whatever his name is. The guy looks like Emperor Palpatine who quit. Yep. Benedict. Yep. So it was John Paul II, Benedict retired, then he died recently, I think. Unfortunately, Franco Nero is listed as the Pope. The yes, Pope. Correct. Doesn't help us at all. <laughs> Cowardly. Yeah. yeah. He does have a bit of a John Paul look. He does a bit. Do you know what's fantastic? Sean, I turned to you and I'm like, "What's he? he's been in the Pope before. And then we remember that he plays a, a priest in John Wick. That's right. Oh, and um, okay, he, when yeah. John Wick is like, I need passage into Vatican City. He, he's like, the he runs the hotel in, in Rome. Rome. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I need passage into Vatican City. Right. And the priest looks at him and goes, are you here for the Pope? And he's like, the Pope is safe. Oh. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. <laughs> well, boys, let me ask you this. Yep. Were we scared? Not at all. No. 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 There's some tension early on where I think I'm going to get a jump scare. Yes. And then yeah. when I realized, oh, they're not doing that in this. No. Which, again, full. Cr- if you could if you could try, if your goal is to set up, I'm going to make a spooky movie that's yep. a bit more of a mystery and I'm not going to lean into jump scares, good on you, my Pope hat and Vespa. Yeah. Are tilted towards you, <laughs> right? I think, but I, yeah. I think it could have benefited from jump scares, to be honest. Yeah, well, I, I kind of needed it because you get to the end of it and you're like, it's pretty loud on for horror. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it when really you get to the is. end of it and you're like, fire up that Vespa, baby. <laughs> <laughs> like any time with with Rusty, you don't you're not feeling intimidated by the fears because he's so in control, right? Yeah. So they needed to have it just with the family. But again, they stopped caring about that family storyline so much. That they really didn't ever have enough time yeah. for for scares. It is funny though because frightening things happen to mm. the family, and yep. yet I'm sitting there watching it, and part of my brain was thinking like, "Why is this not affecting me as like a scary yeah, thing?" Yeah, you know, like the the daughter gets ripped out of the bed and thrown against the sure, wall. Sure, She's in the closet and little scratches appearing. Yeah, fucked stuff's happening to yeah. the son. The mum gets, gets sucked, sucked into, into the bed, the bed. like yeah. which is pretty horrible. But mm. at the same time, I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." Rather yeah. than oh, fuck, <laughs> yeah, scary. Yeah, yeah, Imagine yeah. if you possessed all three of them. Is it just- only possessed the two kids? Yeah. And there's that big thing about how this demon. Asmodeus, can, yeah. can possess multiple people. Yeah. But, like, why is it not scary? Is it the framing of it? Is it the composition? Is it the editing? Is it is it just the tone? Like, what is, is it? Is it because we're so fixated on Rusty? I think it's a bit Maybe. of- I think it's a bit of everything. I, I, think it's, I think it's one, Rusty's character. As soon as he enters the scene, we feel safe. Mm. I honestly do think that. Which, like, interestingly, I think this, this can pair up pretty well with, like, Conjuring movies. Mm. But for them- you They still- could cross over. They could cross over, but for them, you still feel like they're they're in some level of danger, even yeah. though they're so competent. I also think the tone with Rusty, as soon as he walks in, it changes. Literally, the tone of this movie changes from uh, horror drama to having a pretty good time. Yeah, and then it's the character. We don't care about these characters. I do think the the shooting of it wasn't, even though like there was some nice shot scenes in there. I don't. Is this is this director a horror director? Previously, well, so it's, he did it's Overlord. A, yeah. Overlord, right? Yeah. Yes, he like that fits in that same camp. Where it's like there's but an there's action still, element. There's still things in element. Overlord that are there are sequences in Overlord that are scary that have dread in them. Like when they're going through the, I just that, think it's a grotty that basement. Yeah, just there the are gore. jump scares in Overlord. Ah, there are jump scares, but it's more of a gore thing. I, I honestly don't know. Like I sometimes watch mm. horror stuff, and I'm like. The, the the thing that is happening in this scene is a scary thing. Yeah. But just because of the way it's been shot, it's not scary. It's not having the effect. So it's yeah, such yeah, a yeah. it's it's honestly you do watch these things sometimes and go, This is why not anyone can just make movies. Yes. Yeah. It's that yeah. thing too of like I also think again, one of the reasons the family stuff isn't scary is instead of being scared, I'm just thinking about Where's Rusty? Where's yeah. Rusty? Where is he? Where's our, where's where's Zia Rusty? So you would have Rusty. without Rusty, you would have had a worse film, mm. but potentially a scarier one. Well, you would have had a scary yeah. twenty minutes, I reckon, and then you would have gotten bored. Yeah, and yeah. maybe even yeah. ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And no then, one else. And then I, I definitely would have reached halfway and switched off completely. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Which would have turned to hatred. Yeah, it made me think a bit of. Maybe just because we're at the same cinemas and that sort of stuff, but there's that one we watched last year, The Unholy, mm. yes. where it was just a forgettable- Like, that did have some scares, but it was largely just forgettable. Oh, it was Sexy Dean Morgan. Sexy yeah. Dean Morgan. And, and yeah. he's the best thing about it. Right. But he's not in it enough. He's not yeah, rusty. It's, it's that kind of film that starts out interesting yeah. and potentially scary yeah. and we're on edge, and then halfway through, you're like, ah, characters are a bit shit, everything's a bit shit, nothing's really that scary. Gary Yule's over there doing the worst acting oh, you've ever heard. I'm from Boss. Well, him and, him and um, no. uh, make Rusty- a, Make one good movie, mate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just one. Robin Hood, Men in Tights. 
That's yeah, good. I'll Make two that. good movies. I'll pay that. Just two. Yeah. I'm not giving you. I'm not fucking saying shit because I know where this is going. I say no more. But I stand. Did our characters, much like Tom, just now act wisely, or did they act <laughs> yeah. foolishly? Um, uh, dumb, 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 dumb. Rusty, Rusty's pretty good. Rusty makes Rusty's... some good choices, but also some. He's blinded a bit by his arrogance. Yes. Arrogance, I think. Yes, he yeah. is. Yes, he is. I love that. But even that bit where um, when the Pope's talking to him later and he's like, you fly too close to the sun. He's yeah, like, no, yeah. I'm still alive. Yeah. <laughs> like like when, he, when he's literally using his little Vespa to pull that massive thing off the well, and then you look down and there's all those skeletons yep. hanging around in there. You're like, what are you doing, Rusty? Like, maybe leave that un- you know, leave that covered. You know how he says that to the Pope? Is that just... That's the mask, is it? Do you reckon he gets back to his little hotel room at the end of the day and he's handshaking he's as, he's, cry. as he's drinking from his flask <laughs> and he's just sweating bullets and like, fuck me, I saw a bunch of skulls. <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's a bit of... I, I think it is a bit of mask, but also, like, even when they finish defeating their thing, he's... He takes a breath, he drinks his whiskey, and he says, God works in mysterious. Like, he's still... Yeah, yeah. He doesn't lose that fun he's element. cracking jokes. Because I think it's his faith. I think yeah, he believes yeah. that God will protect him, and, you know, so yeah. therefore, he's not too stressed. Mm. But but I think that does lead him to occasionally make dumb choices. Like, I was like, don't open that terrifying gate. But also, at the same time, you need to open the terrifying gate, because you need yeah. to get to the bottom yeah. of this mystery, and you need to save the day. So, yeah. he makes some dumb choices, but ultimately... Good choices. Thomas makes some early dumb choices, but then mm. comes good towards the end. Comes very good. Yeah, yeah. Makes to the, the point explode. to the point where he's the hero. He's the actual hero. Big yeah. damn you're hero. looking at it and you're like, Rusty's not even the hero in his own fucking story. <laughs> no. It's crazy, really. Rusty you, you took need, on the you sacrifice. You need both of them. That's the point. Yeah. You need the two of them yeah. together working together. There's the even a line team. he says something about when he's he's quoting a Bible verse after the demon's like, God isn't here and he's down in that tomb mm. thing. And t- t- Father Thomas is something like, where there is one, there is always that. And where there is more than one, there will always be. So it's like, if there is one person believing, that's good. But if there is more than one person believing, mm. it is even better. Yeah. And literally, it's the two of them. Yeah, Sith yeah. Lord the, always the, has an apprentice, Tom. <laughs> the throwing of the crucifix so he could smash that into yeah, fake yeah, Mary's yeah, head. Yeah, oh, and the amazing. other one blowing up. Yep. Incredible. Five stars. <laughs> Actually, an incredible shot. The, Great shot. Yeah, that last sequence, like, honestly, was just... As soon as Rusty got possessed, you're like, now we're in the money. This yeah. is it. As soon as he got possessed and then the apparition of Mary rose oh. out of the water, I looked at you and you we were, were both giddy. like, are we? Is this? <laughs> and almost went there. Yeah. Oh, we're we, were, so we were a bee's dick away yeah. from something else. Yeah. <laughs> the mum, dumb. Real Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Especially that bit. So there's the bit where both the priests are like under the, under the property or whatever, yep. underground, and she just- Randomly goes up and with the uh, with the needle. Yeah, and it's yeah. like why are you even doing that though? Also, the editing of that was quite strange because her and the daughter are asleep in the chapel. Yeah, and then it cuts to the priest, and then we cut back, and the mum's just walking through the house with. The well, needle. no, no, no. She wakes up. And the she wakes up. And the daughter's gone. Yeah, she, she's going to check she her hears daughter. The noise. So she but, runs. But like, be smart. Go and find the priests. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. what are you thinking? She's not, Sean. She's not. And this is the problem. Although she does one thing that is to her credit, she buys into the exorcism thing. So fast. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, but I thought he was going to have to spend so much more time convincing her, but he says it to her. She's like, okay. And then he's like, and now we need the coffee. But when yeah. he arrives at the house, yeah. she's not really on board with no. any of the religious aspect of it, even though they've presumably. Have they, have they, in my head, they'd cycled through heaps of priests, but maybe they the, had. They just had the one priest, our, the sidekick, but they had seen him get thrown from the room. Yeah, he got thrown from the room. But so you're like, well, like, the kid didn't do that. The Pope's heard of it, right? And been like, I've got to send you on a mission right, over there. Yeah, yeah. I would have liked it if, like, 
a hundred priests have gone there. <laughs> and he's like, well, fuck, something's going down. Yeah, going, yeah. Like, it was just the one priest getting thrown. Sure. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I and also, when Rusty gets there, the mum is kind of just like, I don't even know why the why the church is so interested. I just want my boy fixed. And it's like, that's why the fucking church are here. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but even to the, like, I assume the way the off-screen stuff works is that guy got thrown. He was like, this is, I think this, this is possession. Legit. I'm yeah. writing to the Pope. The Pope has gone, oh, this place has come up a few times. Mm. Because I've got Pope psychic powers. <laughs> that is so bizarre, too. Yeah, when yeah. he gets possessed and the Pope's like, no! It's like, yeah. why? How? How? <laughs> hey, boys, the Lord likes the mysterious ways. <laughs> I want to make a comment to you about the mum very early in the film. Mm. One of the... Oh, she's talking... When she first meets the priest. Mm. Not not Rusty, the other priest. Yeah. And he says... He, he learns that the father has died. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And she just like very... She's <laughs> like... That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a weird line. Oh, a year ago. We're completely over it. Such a weird line. She has, just on that too, she gives so much exposition, but sometimes in the weirdest. So, like, did he see. uh, So, you get the hint that the dad's died and the kid's upset. Then she says that thing to the priest. But Mm. then at some point, she's like, yeah, he was in the car with his dad who was impaled. And then they flash cut to the impaling. And then it just goes back to normal. And it's like, well, this came way later than I needed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. But the, her line read at the start of that, yeah, that like that implies so much to me. I was right. like, oh, she didn't really. They must have had a bad relationship. Yes. Or yeah, he was a. He was and a then later, Rusty's or, like, oh, yeah. he was your soul partner. Yeah, she was like, crying about you it. You can know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a funny thing to say to a priest. Oh uh, yeah, like, yeah, you was out there. Know. Yeah, you'd never know. You, yeah, you, you fucking virgin, you dickless wonder. <laughs> yeah. Although we know from this movie, Father Thomas. He fucks. Oh, yeah. And he fucks <laughs> good. Yeah. I, I mean, Rusty also gives big vibes of someone who fucks for a priest. Oh, he, yeah. He's like, hey, he, he, was in a, he was in a revolutionary army in yeah. Italy in right. the 40s. He was fucking. He had his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He, was, he was showing off that gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good on him. Uh, also, just quickly on the foolish and that sort of stuff, way too many people get close to the f- face of the kid. Oh, yeah. The- like, it happens like five times. Yeah. They're just like right up in his face. Like, is he okay? I better get right up in there. Ah! The, the fuck yeah, doing? the priest leans right in to yes. listen to him breathing, I guess, and gets Mike Tyson. Mm. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he deserves it. <laughs> uh, Mike Tyson as a verb is good. <laughs> yeah, that works. But that I think works. what you mean to say, Sean, is he got Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At the Thailand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, how would we do in this situation, lads? Do we have Rusty or are we Rusty? Oh, are we? Can we fill that massive vestment or three of us? I think I think we have to be the Rusties. We're three men riding a Vespa. Yeah, we are. We're <laughs> stacked on top. No, no, no. I like to imagine it's, it's the one, balance is off the chain. <laughs> it's one Vespa with yeah. two sidecars. <laughs> oh, no, so who out of us has ridden a motorbike before? No. No. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, we spin the wheel for that and then two of us in the side. Yeah. It's, it's constantly rotating. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah we take turns. Yeah, and every, every traffic light we get out and swap around. <laughs> the way it works is one of us is driving, one of us is napping to conserve energy, and the other yeah. one's doing research. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then we rotate throughout the trip. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, I think we bring a certain whimsy mm-hmm. and wry charm. Yeah, yeah. I think we could fill not as not as adequately as mm. Rusty, but we could we could fulfill his role. Yep. And I think 
We've already identified the mistakes they make. Mm. The only hurdle we have is that we're all godless heathens. Yes, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. But I did go to Catholic primary school and so you went to Same. Catholic high school. Oh, very much so. We've yeah. got a lot yeah. of Catholicism locked in an egg, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've, you've all been to a church where you haven't been there for ages and they start doing stuff and you just automatic call and response. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, big I reckon, time. I reckon we could dig into it. Yeah. I reckon we can do I've it. I've got a few prayers locked away in there. That, oh, absolutely. Yeah. We could just- Talk at him. I know the Hail Mary. Yeah. I'm good. I reckon we could yeah. trick him into a pig. <laughs> that, by the way, that's really good. <laughs> well, that's the it's Bible, so dumb. That's the Bible story. And it's great. Is it really okay? So there's yeah. the, the story of Legion where like mm. Jesus tricks yeah. Legion well, into going into pigs and then they yeah. slaughter pigs. The pigs, yeah. yeah. I also love that the first line of this movie is, that's a beautiful pig. Yes. <laughs> Just fantastic. Yes. So everything you need uh, to know about this film. Wonderful. Yeah. No, I think we. I think we can do it. I believe in us. I, I agree. If we come in with his with Rusty's energy, this demon isn't that scary. Nah, There's, if it's <laughs> really power not. in numbers, we've got numbers. Yep. Weird looking kid. Good job. Yeah. The kid did all right. As soon as I saw him, I'm like, he's got a long neck. <laughs> yeah. I turned to Damon. I was like, that's the sickliest looking child I've ever <laughs> seen. He kind of looked to me like, oh fuck, what's the lead singer of um. The Mick Jagger. He kind of looked like a little baby Mick Jagger <laughs> to me. Baby Jagger. With the big head. With a big the head. head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I reckon we could take our baby Mick. We could take our baby Mick 100%. Jagger. Yeah, One yeah. thing that I just want to say on horror filmmakers mm. who are doing these possession movies. Yeah. Got to work on the voices. Because even from- When I watch the trailer of this, and yeah. he's like, bring me the priest. And yeah. I'm just like, that's just silly. Like, I'm not going to be scared by that Are they ripping ever. on the original Exorcist? Yeah, maybe. But like, you got to do something different. I, I think so, You know when we watched right? Flan Man, we watched um, Ouija. Yeah. And at one point, the child in that speaks. But that speaks doesn't come out yet, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you can go. So in that one, there's a point where the child actor speaks, and mm. it's just with like an adult voice. Yeah. It's not like a like a gravelly or yes. any yes. of that like possession bullshit. It's just a an off-putting thing because suddenly you're like, oh, that's not normal. Yeah. Just get into a voice that's unnatural and there's a wrongness to it. Yeah. Not like, I, it, honestly, it sounds like Rusty in The Mummy. Can I tell you something? So yeah. I was convinced mm. that it was Rusty doing both voices. Yeah, yeah. I know who it is. It isn't. Yeah. It is Ralph Innocent, who's the Green Knight in yeah. The Green Knight. Ah, and the shit. dad in um The Witch. Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah, that yeah. really deep- He's got a great voice. Great gravelly voice. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they would have had to SFX him up heaps. <laughs> he just popped <laughs> not He just rolled in and went- I'm ready yeah. to go, boys. How much reverb you want on that? When you told us that you thought it was rusty, it was like, oh, of course. Like, yeah. it just sounded yeah, like yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think that they need to do something different because yeah. honestly, from the moment I watched the trailer, I was just like, that's not going to scare me. Yeah, I think it's yeah. kind of silly. Yeah. I reckon, like, especially the way he was swearing and saying dirty yeah. things. I'm like, oh, you're just doing The Exorcist. But like, that was shocking back in what, the 70s, The Exorcist came yep. out? This is a long time since then. Like, you, I don't know. And you got to have something fresh where that was scary and weird and off-putting because it was so unexpected. Now it's very expected. Yeah. So, yeah, play a different card game. Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe it's one of those staples where it's part of the demon thing is that they talk awful and they sound- They try yeah. and shock them. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it did as a trope of possessions. Mm. So, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm okay with it. But but, but do you feel that same way too? Though? Like, it's just never going to be scary when I you think it's that. way scarier, though, if it was just the kid saying that- yeah, kid, That kid oh, saying a horrible thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then that's like- Kids shouldn't talk like that. No, or like, no. Or even just have him speak in a different language or something like that. Yeah. It doesn't need to be like this, when he speaks this in silly Latin. voice. Mm. Even just him speaking Latin and knowing the history of, of the father yeah. is enough. Yeah. Because then it's unsettling. It's At no point is his voice unsettling because no. I'm watching it. I'm just like, that's so fucking It's the same fun. thing as the reverse when you've got like, um, oh, there was a movie we watched at some point where it was like a 
an adult, but they came out as a baby voice. That episode also hasn't come out. Okay, that one hasn't come out yet. <laughs> <laughs> Busy boys. <laughs> Aren't you just, you're listening to this going, what have the boys been Tasty cooking? Coming up. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was also unsettling just because of the unnaturalness of it. Yeah. And it wasn't over the top. It wasn't like a crazy baby voice. It was just a little kid voice coming yeah. out of an adult. You yeah. could roll the Asmodeus voice once he's starting to possess multiple people so mm. that you know he's in everyone. Yeah, yeah sure, but that's, sure. that's towards the back half of the film, so that's fine. Yeah, I'm okay yeah, with that. Yeah. It's just like from the outset, I'm just yeah. like, uh, we'll not be scared by we that. We merely child. go to that 100. No one's, no yeah. one's ever going to be, your mother sucks cocks in hell. No, yeah. no. That's, yeah. But that's why you shouldn't try and do it. Right <laughs> you shouldn't yeah. try and do it because no. it's like, it's, it's been done. Let's try something different with, yeah. with possession. That's please. it. I reckon you could, if, if, if this movie had have had the kid or someone say to Rusty, your mother sucks cocks in hell, I could just see him being like, oh, that's very cheeky shit. That's an espresso. Mama? No, no, no. <laughs> well, that's all the scary talk we've had for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. I've been Tom. And if you scary listeners have any comments about this episode, I would like to say hi. You can email us at threescaredboys at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at scaredyboys. Or individually, I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm at Carney from 55. I'm an awkward trade. Stay scared, everyone. That's church magic, baby. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.